Welcome to the Grounded Content Podcast. Good morning. I'm Marian Abrams. I'm recording this episode today as I get ready to give a talk at She Podcast Live, the first live podcasting conference I've been to in quite a while. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm going to be talking about how we can use challenges, and I'll explain in this episode what that means, but how we use this technique to generate creative breakthroughs. Whether you're working on a podcast, a social media channel, creative projects for yourself, artwork, photography, social media, writing, journaling, almost any creative endeavor, you can use this technique to help you make a breakthrough, to push yourself to the next level. And this works whether you're doing client work or personal work. Before we get into it, one quick thing, which is I'm always wondering whether I should do different kinds of content like this. I won't know unless you tell me. And that's one of the things about podcasting. There's no like button. So drop me a line. I'm at madmotion on Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can even find my email in the contact form at madmotion.com. All right, here we go. I see conversations in the Facebook groups and online, and they're almost all about growing your audience, about monetizing, and about equipment. And almost none of them are about the actual content, the actual conversations or drama or information, the actual content of the podcasts. So I know that those things, monetization and audience growth and the tools and equipment, they're all important, but none of them matter if you don't get the essential content right. If you don't light up the audience with your content So how do you do that? That's a really big question. And many of you are working pretty much solo. You don't have a team of coaches to help you. Maybe you've hired an editor and many editors give great feedback, but those people aren't going to push you. They're not going to tell you hard truths about what you need to do to level up your content. So I want to share with you one technique that I've used to kind of hack my own psychology, to help me to level up in creative projects, and to help me push myself and kind of use my own psychology to drive me to make those breakthroughs. Creative challenges. I'm talking about something that costs you nothing that you can use to benefit yourself. And so I'm going to go through how I define a challenge. I'm going to give you some examples from my own life and from the lives of others. And then I'm going to share some techniques, some social science, some psychology that will help you to be more likely to succeed when you do design one of these challenges. It's a way to push yourself forward and make a breakthrough without having to sign up for anything or pay anybody for anything. Not that there isn't a place for that, In fact, I'm growing a career doing that, but that isn't always the best solution. Before I get into that, I'm going to ask you an important question. How many of you want to do more, want to be more, want to make some breakthrough? Maybe you want to try solo episodes or keep to a production schedule. Maybe you want to add video or you want to do more social media. You want to get on TikTok. Maybe you want to study more, read more, learn more about your topic, learn more about your guests. Maybe you want to pick up a whole new skill. That's what this idea of creative challenges could do for you. So I'm going to tell you one of my stories. So when the pandemic hit, 
we all went through a lot of transformation, a lot of struggle, a lot of isolation. My client, Spartan, at that time, we knew that people needed community and they weren't able to have the events in person. So we doubled down on our content. We created special content for the podcast, but also we started doing daily Zoom sessions. Seven days a week, we brought back many of the podcast guests we had interviewed over the last six years, and we had open community discussions every day on Zoom. All these people that were in these sessions and speaking were taking advantage of this, you know, world pause to change their lives. And I had a little bit of a kind of an envy because I was still doing the same job. In in fact, I was doing more of the same job, but I wanted to have that growth that I was seeing in other people. And so I started a really simple challenge for myself. I said, I'm going to take a photo every day and put it on my blog. I've always had a secret wish to be a photographer. I've been a professional videographer. I've been a professional podcast producer. And so I started doing that. I took a photo every day. And it changed the way I thought about my day. It changed the way I thought about the photography. And it helped me to make a small breakthrough. And one of the things about this is that these little successes, they train you for other successes. So when you make a creative breakthrough like that, when you set a simple goal, take one photo every day and put it on your blog. Once you start to do that, you start to see yourself in a new way. You start to see yourself as a person who does that. So the next one was much harder for me. And that was to get myself out front, out on camera. I have been behind the camera for 30 years, coaching other people, helping other people get comfortable, convey their messages clearly, really define the messages, define the language, the body language, all that stuff. But I wasn't comfortable doing it myself, being in front of the camera. I challenged myself publicly to a few good friends. I said, I have made a commitment that I'm going to make three videos about my creative journey and publish them. And I think the fact that I had done the photo every day and that I had kept up with it gave me the confidence and also gave me that little extra drive to keep my word on this next project. And I can tell you, I was very uncomfortable the first time I published a video. I guarantee when this edit is done, I will become incredibly self-conscious and I will not want to post it. And once I do post it, an hour later, I'll be tempted to take it down. But that voice... The voice that was telling me, who cares? Don't be an idiot. Don't put yourself out there like that. That fear voice that I might be embarrassed, that someone may make fun of me. That fear voice was not quite as loud as the commitment voice. So I had committed and told my friends that I'd put these videos out. So it did two things. One, that commitment voice was louder than the fear voice. And two, it kind of gave me an excuse. I could say, I know it's not perfect. But I said I would put this out there, so I'm putting it out there. It gave me kind of a justification to put it out there. I've done a bunch of challenges like this. I then took it to the next level, and I said, I am going to make and post a video on Instagram every day for an entire month. That was really hard. So today was a busy day, but I had made this commitment that I'm doing a video every day for the rest of December. And so I was struggling with an idea for the video. But that also made a huge, huge breakthrough in terms of not only my confidence and my comfort on camera, but also my craft, understanding workflow, understanding time commitment. 
and seeing also what the audience responded to. The other thing that happened was sometimes, even if the video wasn't quite right, I was just too tired and I had to get it out. And that was important too. It was important for me to learn that I could put something out that wasn't perfect. And listen, this is coming from someone who, when I first got into the TV business behind the scenes, was so nervous that I couldn't even tap the mic and say, check one, two, and see if the mic worked. I would turn beet red. So now I want to move into it. A couple of examples. And I'm going to talk about three people who are really accomplished people who have used this technique on themselves. And I didn't even realize this until I started digging into it and started preparing for this presentation. Once I started digging into it, I learned that I know a lot of people that have used these things. So the first is Michael Roderick. And actually, it's going to be an episode that comes out on Grounded Content Podcast soon, my interview with Michael Roderick. He writes an email every day. I can't even remember how many years it's been. He tells me in the interview. I think it's like five years, five days a week. He's been writing an email to his email list and they're beautiful and thoughtful. And it all started because he did a 30-day challenge. And what he learned from that 30-day challenge allowed him to keep going. He talks in the podcast episode about the growth he has made because of it, but also the way he spends his day now, always on the hunt for those nuggets, those assets, that those metaphors that will generate content. And so you as a content creator, you know, if you're a podcaster or YouTuber, even on social media, when you set a schedule like that, you start looking for the stuff you need. You start looking for the content. You start feeding the hopper. So the next example is Rich Cardona. So Rich Cardona did a thing called 75 Hard. There's this guy, Andy Frisella. He started this program called 75 Hard. And it's just a program for self-improvement. I believe the steps are you have to work out twice a day, you have to follow a diet, any diet, but you have to be consistent with it, and you have to read at least 10 pages a day. There might be other pieces, but I think those are the main ones. And so Rich talks about how he took on this challenge. I believe uh, you will never regret the desire and the action taken towards self-improvement. It could be reading, it could be fitness, it could be nutrition, it could be learning a language, but you will never regret trying to do something that is going to just improve the quality of your life in any of those stretches. Three times, he didn't make it to the 75-day mark. And he talks about what he learned from that. He was doing it for the wrong reasons. I lost sight of the fact that I was doing it for myself at some point during these journeys, and I was doing it for other people to fit in, to kind of be like in the 75 Hard Club and blah, 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 blah when I just wanted it for me, like that needs to be the number one reason you're doing it. You should not run a marathon if you think people think you're going to be cool about, or you'd be cool because you ran a marathon, you know? So uh, when it comes to these types of things, it has to be for a desire for some sort of self-improvement and to just see what you're actually made of. You should never go in with the feeling that you're absolutely going to demolish it or uh, the feeling that you're going to fail. You know, the whole thing is just to see what you got. And now today... He still does most of the things in that process, but he doesn't count them publicly anymore. Another friend of mine, Jamie, she's a photographer, and she committed last year to take a photo a day for 365 days. So what made me choose to do the 365 was I was feeling a little bit creatively stuck in a rut. It's probably what I was the most 
proud of completing last year in the middle of a pandemic. I can say I did something consistently every day and I have an awesome album to prove it. Um, professionally, I now feel a little bit more one with my camera um, and it helped me be more creative. One of the things that she found was how difficult that was and how she had to adapt the challenge to fit her lifestyle in order to be successful. So for her, that meant that she took a photo every day, but she only posted them every month. So each month she would do the full month's worth of photos. She still got the benefits of that because she held herself accountable, took that photo every day. And she said for her, the biggest thing was her craft, that she really got comfortable with her tools. And so again, this is something for podcasters, for any kind of creative or content creator, even if it's your voice, doing it every day, you get much more comfortable with your tools. She also said one of her little hacks was she made sure she had the alarm set on her phone just in case she forgot. There is so much to this that I need to split this up into two episodes. So in the next episode, I will be back and I will explain what the elements are that make up one of these challenges. I will tell you the things that I've learned from my own experience and from seven, eight years of producing Spartan Up, where we have talked about topics around self-improvement and self-development, the hacks that I've learned to help hijack or harness your psychology to make it more likely that you'll be successful. And I'll bring back Rich Cardona and Jamie to share some of their advice. Before we close up, I really want to thank both Rich Cardona of Rich Cardona Media and Jamie proctor Brassard from Letter 10 Creative. One more quick note. I know there's always one more thing. But I want to talk a little bit about how I made this episode. So first, you may notice really different changes in the tone and the energy of my voice between the open and close and the main narration of this episode. That's because last night, I really wanted to get this out, work through the whole outline, and it was late and I was tired. And then this morning, I needed to add that introduction and close. And so they were recorded at different times with different energy. The other thing is that this is the second time I have recorded this entire episode. My standard process is to think about the subject, write down an outline, and record the episode. In this case, I took it a step further. I actually sent that episode to the editor, and she did a great job, Chris Zarnock. But when I got it back, I knew I wasn't happy with it. And it wasn't her, it was me. So I worked more on the outline, and I re-recorded the entire episode. And I tell you this because I want you to know that we all need to practice to get better. If you care about what you do, if you want to be good at it, sometimes it takes that extra effort. So do me a favor. I don't want you to miss the second part of this discussion about using challenges. So please hit follow or subscribe, depending on the app you're in. In Apple, there's a little plus button so that you will not miss the second part of this conversation. And if you are still listening and if you will be at She Podcast Live, please come find me and say hello. All right, I'll see you next time. 